Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FF episode 2740. Mike's Daily Podcast. Let's kick off the year 2024. 2024. Are you wanting more? I'm telling you, I'm a little bit afraid of 2024 because even numbers. They does not agree with me. The even number years, I guess. Mike's Daily Podcast. In recent years, they have not agreed with me. So hopefully we'll turn a corner on this one. Mike's. And it'll be a better year. Daily. 2024. Podcast. What's that episode? Yeah. 2740. This is a very busy podcast today. I'm going to get to a bunch of interesting things for you that you're not hearing on other podcasts. No, because those other podcasts, they're all just, they don't know what they're doing. But Mike does, because he's at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. My lovely lady friend was on the last podcast. That was rather interesting. It was called Intentions. Instead of New Year's resolutions, we say intentions. What do we intend to do? That way, not so much of the, it's not resolute. It is a little bit of leeway. You don't jump on yourself if you don't get to them. This is what you intend to do. Hopefully you do it. We'll see if we do. But hey, no pressure, no worries. So the big one for me would be, I need to travel more. I need to get out more. I saw a lot of people in recent years lose their health, lose their lives, lose their ability to be ability for mobility and lose a lot. And I I don't want to be in that. I, I think it's about time, especially a lot of you have felt this way in the past year where the COVID restrictions were finally, you know, the COVID restrictions did not get repealed in California until this year. A lot of, of us think, oh, no, 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 it's been it's been a while now. No, it's it's just been, it hasn't even been a year yet. And the podcast picture is of a beautiful sunset there in Tomales Bay. For all the craziness we have in California, politically, how messed up it is in California. I'm not saying the Golden State is the Golden State with... It's politics. It's never been. The late great Basil the Boxer, he liked to talk politics. There he is talking politics there. Thank you, Basil. But yes, it's it's always been a bizarre world here in California. Taxes have always been high. I don't think they've ever... Well, they've definitely never been as high as now. And it's, it's still a great state, though. I mean, beautiful sunsets like that picture there at the Tamales Bay. You can see at mikesdailypodcast.com. And looking out the window here at Cafe Anyway in Podcastro Valley tonight, I see a little bit of clouds, but it's not raining. It's not pouring down rain like it did a year ago. That was horrible. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day was just, oh, what that was. It was a flood. It was like, uh oh, global warming. It's coming to get us now. We're going to have to pay the price today with all the water coming in. Random. But today, not so bad. But we have snow in the mountains. We have green on our hills, finally. Because our hills stay brown for most of the year. And they were brown through October, through some of November. Now they're they're pretty green. And it, I feel like I'm in Europe or something. 
in, in, in jolly old England with beautiful green hills. Hey, my lovely lady friend and I did mess up the name of that brewery. It wasn't Armitage. I was thinking of Hermitage, or I think there is an Armitage Brewing or Hermitage Brewing in San Jose. And I once interviewed a guy who was their spokesperson. And he was in a band called the Gnarly Dudes. He was a great guitarist. And he invited me over to his house. And I recorded a Mike's Daily podcast in his house, in his garage, where he had all his guitars and his... He did surf guitar music, which I am such a fan of. Everybody make some noise! (laughs) Bringing to you live from... Yeah. Podcaster Valleymont Mike's Daily Podcast You can't not think of the beach And there's the, Anyway he was a cool guy And the interview is on Mike'sDailyPodcast.com In the interview section up there on the top Left hand side click on the hamburger And you'll get to it But Yes, he, as we were doing the interview, he's offering me all these bottles of beer that he had. Oh, he just happened to have in the fridge because he represented Armitage or Hermitage beer. And one of them was this amazing pumpkin beer. Oh, wow. That was a fun time. But no, the name of the place that my lovely lady friend and I were talking about in Richmond near the marina is Armistice. And that is... I believe having to do with the armistice in, in in veterans and World War II and the end of the war and all of the trials and tribulations we had come through as a nation and all the heroes from this country and all all that taken into account at armistice, I think. So and the other thing I forgot to mention in that what 2023 was an important year for me. The reason why was because I hit the five year anniversary mark as being an operations manager for the company I work for. And that's very impressive to me because one year of that job felt like five years. So five years, it's been like 25 years. It's been, it's been a long, I mean, every year, major changes. Things that the previous operations manager never had to deal with. Total upending, flip it around. I'm going to tell you something now. If you, in your life. Mike's absolutely useless In your job, in your career. If you have never been a manager, you have not lived. It is an amazing job. No two days are the same. I can't think of a single boring day I have had in the past five years. Eh, Wait, actually in the beginning. Actually in the beginning, I was kind of bored, but then I realized... A little bit later that there was a lot I should have still been doing that I wasn't doing. And then I got on top of all that. Oh, and then the job. That's the other thing as a manager. Every year you get more thrown on you. Every year when you get to the end of the year, you go, I can't believe I got through that. 
I can't believe of what all the things I did. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, it's in the last place on earth. Yeah, at the end of every year, you're, you're just amazed at what you did, what you were capable of doing. But just the things that pop up. Every year, you're like, wow, that was an epic year. MTV News. You hear it. First. It's quite amazing. So, I'm very, very, very happy with the staff I have now. <laughs> I have never had as good a staff as I have now. All right, let's in go. In years past, in recent years, I have had horrible, horrible... Fair and unbalanced. And I see that now. I think in the middle of it, I was, oh, yeah, these guys are all pretty good. No. No, they could have done so much more. Wine. Well, I like The whiny white man wine list. I think they were all quiet quitting. They were doing the mass resignation in, in recent years. And you can just tell when people are checked out. And I don't want those type working with me. I don't want... I want people that are in the that are listening that are doing their job that I don't have to do their job Mike rip someone a new one so in this year the the staff has been fantastic I've my stress level has come down a lot I was thinking about a year ago I had one particular person working for me who promised me a bunch of stuff on their resume that turned out not to be well they had fudged a lot and I know that because they left my department going into another department and they did the same thing to the other department where you train them over and over and over and over and over again and they still don't get it. And that's just annoying. I don't want to work with people that are checked out. I don't think people in life should be checked out. There's a problem there that they need to fix. What is going on? Psychologically That they're checked out So In recent years It's been I've dealt with all types of people As a manager That's what you do It's been interesting I love people I'm I'm a people person (laughs) And I'm gonna play you something That I found recently 30 years ago I worked with a really Great guy Named Rene Dominguez Now Rene Was A comedian He actually did stand up And this is 30 years ago You Didn't have The ability To broadcast On the internet And test out your material On the internet You had to test it out In front of live people And he did that And he put himself out there And he also worked in radio And he did the overnight shift And he did a split shift between Thousand Oaks, California, and then he would commute all the way into the middle of LA, which can sometimes be a two hour, three hour commute on practically no sleep and work at a major LA station. And I remember hearing one time he fell asleep on on the freeway, on the highway, and and actually went off the, the freeway. And survived So I don't know he, he was an amazing guy He's still As far as I know He's still alive I have not been in contact With him In 30 years But He voiced Something rather interesting I'm gonna try and remember To play this for you soon But he was talking about People persons That, that whole concept It's overused I know If If you 
ever go outside and talk to someone, in my opinion, you're a people person because at least you're engaging with people. If you completely have built a brick wall around yourself and you live in, in a box and you never leave, you're in the cave and you've put the stones up around the entranceway so nobody can come in, maybe you're not a people person. But So, hey, here's to me, five years being an operations manager. Woohoo! I met some interesting people. I've had some interesting situations, to say the least. Woo! But I'm still doing it. And oh, yeah, every year you want to quit. That's the other thing. <laughs> There's going to be one, two, three, maybe more times where you're just want to say, you just want to say, I, I'm out of it. I'm out of here. Because the things that happened to me in one year, just one of those, any of those five years, completely outdo what happened to the guy before me in any of the years that he worked there. But wow. Okay. Oh, one other thing about 2023. We lost the lead singer of Smash Mouth, which I have no idea his name, but I know that <laughs> that music was such a big part of a lot of people's lives in the 90s and early O's. And just, you know, oh, they had that one hit. No, they had a lot of hits. Walking on the Sun, and then the morning comes, and then their cover of uh, uh, I'm a Believer. And of course, All Star. They definitely were not a one hit wonder. So just want to remember him, even though I don't remember his name. But still, okay. Some other crazy things going on in this world. Matthews News. And there is, uh, the UN has condemned Israel twice as many times as other nations combined. That sentence may just fly over your head, but check this out. National Review says, a new study conducted by a watchdog organization found that Israel was sanctioned by the United Nations twice as many times as the rest of the world combined. In 2023, whereas the Jewish state was the target of 14 General Assembly resolutions, the remaining member states, including authoritarian regimes like North Korea, Russia, Syria, Iran, they were denounced only seven times. The United States was also condemned for its blockade of Cuba. Did you know that last year? And then, according to UN Watch, the UN's latest assault on Israel with a torrent of one-sided resolutions is surreal. The UN's disproportionate assault against the Jewish state undermines the credibility of what is supposed to be an impartial international body. When the General Assembly gives in to politicization and selectivity by discriminating against Israel, it violates the UN Charter's guarantee of equal treatment to all nations, large and small. So that is just something to realize about the UN of all places. And then, of course, Israel fighting the Hamas terrorists. And this happening, Hamas leaders are thanking Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Because those countries and a lot of cities in the United States, huge groups in the United States pushing for a permanent ceasefire, uh, 
The Daily Wire says top Hamas officials praised Canada, Australia, and New Zealand this week for their recent joint statement calling for moving towards a permanent ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. That is, yes, I think we'd all agree we don't like war. We don't like to see innocent children and families killed in Palestine. But that is the nature of this, unfortunately. And there were many killed in Israel. And you heard about all the atrocities there that were happened in Israel uh, because of Hamas. But there is uh, that. And then, of course, all the demonstrations on the campuses. Harvard supports President Gay amid fresh plagiarism allegations. And they allow her to revise dissertation once again. According to the Wall Street Journal, Harvard University is continuing to support its president, Claudine Gay, amid a fresh round of accusations that she plagiarized other academics throughout her career. Awesome. The newest charges have amplified questions about her research integrity and position at the helm of the prestigious Ivy League institution. This comes straight from the Wall Street Journal. Gay will update her PhD dissertation to add attributions for material in three spots. But again, she was cleared of research misconduct by a board subcommittee. Yes, all of this was turned up because of what she said in front of Congress. Totally defending the hate speech that is happening towards Israel. And she, this is what happens when you do that. Overall, the United States, I quoted from a recent story in a recent podcast uh, that I got from the Daybreak Insider email that overwhelmingly the United States supports Israel. The News Bleed Section. This Harvard president needs to understand that and that a lot of people in the U.S., are going to be against her right now and they're going to take an interest in her plagiarism how does someone okay let me ask you this so i never went to harvard i went to a university of california school uc santa barbara yes okay that doesn't sound like a school mike that sounds like a resort did you drink mai tais every day and sit under a palm tree no it was a pretty hard school i am not a academic scholar I went there to get my university education I was definitely bombarded by all kinds of groups like pro-Palestine pro or anti-nuke whatever else was going on in the late 80s early 90s I was bombarded by all that and I didn't know I didn't really have an opinion either way on anything so when you don't have an opinion they help you form an opinion that maybe not is not the best opinion so that happens to a lot of students on campuses but at the same time it was not an expensive campus and there was not the massive prestige behind it like Harvard has but yet here is Harvard with this massive prestige And they are being run by idiots. Idiots. 
And I think of all the parents and I think of all the hardworking students who don't have parents paying for their school, but uh, school education, but they have to, they want to go to Harvard. So they pay the crazy tuitions and they'll be in debt for the rest of their lives and all of that and all that behind a facade. Harvard is this empty, vapid nonsense. And there's this president running it who's a plagiarist. What is that about? So that's just what gets me all confused. And that gets me a little bit on the side behind all the conservative talk show hosts on radio. I agree with them on that point. And on the point as well as why the heck is, what is happening with Gen Zers that are having hero worship for Osama bin Laden. That's just insane. But yeah, this is what I questioned at the beginning of 2024. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. There was also uh, this thing happening where now Maine has taken Trump Wrong. off the ballot. I think Colorado, that got somehow, that, that got changed. New York Democrats are looking to remove Trump from the ballot. Because you'd be in jail. And that will be an interesting thing if that's going to... Who's going to be the first state to take Biden off the ballot? We'll have to see. But I think this is going to increase more in 2024, this type of nonsense. But hey, no. I don't think someone who leads an insurrection should should be on the ballot either. And yes, it's interesting that the people that are angry at Maine for doing that, they're like, well, but isn't this all the state's rights thing that a lot of conservatives are for? Yeah, it shouldn't be federally run. It should be conser- the, the states need to decide. Like abortion, the states need to decide. Well, Maine decided. And yes, it was one person who decided who was a Democrat. But that's something that Maine needs to fix. If there are Republicans in Maine, they need to try and fix this situation. So Trump has taken the lead in polling, admits questions of Biden's age and competency. This according to the National Review. President Joe Biden continues to lose ground to Donald Trump. The Micropedia in Zanica. And is now trailing the former president 45 to 43. And, you know, trailing, that's a bit of a misleading word there in that National Review article. 45 to 43. Okay, he's behind two points. Yes, he's trailing, but not like by 70 points. Just two. In a head-to-head matchup going into the final year of his first term in the the White House, Biden's favorability has dropped precipitously since the early summer, with nearly 60% of respondents now disapproving of his performance. While Biden led Trump by 15 points of ter- in terms of favorability, this was back in May of this year. Today, the two candidates have nearly identical ratings. Growing concerns over the president's age and vitality continue to plague the Biden campaign. What is hilarious about that is Trump is not that much younger. It's not like he's 20 years younger. He's just a few years younger. So all these people that are doing this low-hanging fruit, idiot ageism, and why don't we just, why, how come nobody's using the word ageism anymore? What about all the ageists, Ted Cruz, going on and on about Joe Biden being incompetent, incontinent, <laughs> never mind incompetent. Of course, they, they all say he's incompetent, but incontinent 
when anybody brings that up. First of all, I just want to just um, thank everyone for joining us here on this show. This is great. What? Right? Good. Ted Cruz bringing that up. That's very ageist. And that's very just, okay, there by the grace of God go you, Ted Cruz. It ain't going to be too much longer till you're going to have problems like that. That's why the section for Depends in Costco is a huge section. It's not like they hide the Depends somewhere. Oh, it's in a back of a CVS. If you ask the guy and he'll take you into a back room and use a flashlight to show you where the Depends are. No, it's in Costco right there. What's the cliche of the week? What's the cliche of the week? What's the cliche of the week? What's the cliche of This according to the Daily Wire, with murders at the highest rate in years, the nation's capital, of course, if you didn't know, it is Washington, D.C., may soon not even send police officers to investigate property crimes, instead sending civilians with no badge or gun. What's the cliche of the week? What's the cliche of the week? A majority of the city council of Washington, D.C. has signed onto a bill that would allow civilian investigators to handle crimes like theft because police are so overwhelmed with active violent crimes. Uh, The bill is called the Evidence-Based Gun Violence Reduction and Prevention Act of 2023. is modeled after a Baltimore and Sanford... uh, is, is modeled after Baltimore and San Francisco. The bill, which has the support of seven of the council's 12 members, says the Metropolitan Police Department is hereby authorized to employ and allow civilian personnel to investigate the following types of, is, of incidents when there is no expected suspect contact. That be commercial burglary, residential burglary, motor vehicle theft, regular theft, forgery, and fraud. Oh, and other property crime investigations. Property crimes threaten to derail DC as a viable business and commerce center. Property crime has risen 25% since last year. Yo, the yes, that is a problem. When you don't have police available, San Francisco. They did recently this year start to put more money into in the police department into trying to stop all the automobile crimes that were going on. All the people breaking into cars and stealing what's inside the cars, breaking windows and stealing stuff. So that has changed as to having vigilantism. Wow, this sounds like a superhero movie. We will not have vigilantism in my town. Yes. Well, that's where we are. Hmm. And then China threatens the Philippines with an ominous message. According to the Washington Examiner, China's top diplomat threatened a key U.S. ally in the Indo-Pacific amid an intensifying territorial dispute that could alter the balance of economic and military power. China-Philippines relations are at a crossroads. 
That ominous message came in the wake of a series of confrontations in the South China Sea. Mike's scavenger hunt. And the Chinese foreign minister, Wang Yi, said that faced with the choice of where to go, the Philippines must act with caution, is what he said. So that is the China threat, the, the latest said there. So that is the, these things jumped out at me today looking at the news. That and California offering health insurance to undocumented immigrants. Yes, beginning on the 1st of 2024, California will become the first state to expand its state health care program eligibility for all undocumented immigrants. Undocumented adults between the ages of 26 and 49 will qualify for health insurance under the state's Medi-Cal program. Provided they meet eligibility requirements for the program, which is designed to ensure low-income residents. This is, uh, this, according to Forbes, through MSN.com, the expansion was approved by the legislation in May. It will make an additional 700,000 undocumented residents eligible for health insurance. Eligibility requirements still apply. They still apply, including income limits based on household size. Participation in the program won't hurt a person's immigration status because the Department of Homeland Security and U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services doesn't consider receipt of health, food, or housing benefits a part of the public cha- uh, charge determination. Life grand. That's how many Californians in 2021 supported expanding health insurance access to all undocumented immigrants. That number is up 12% from 2015. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Look who is out here right now. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Kelly. It's your heart to the job supervisor. I would like some health insurance, Mike Matthews. Oh, you don't get any here at Cafe anyway? No, Mike Matthews. It's a rip. I think we should have health insurance for you. Are you documented? Of course I'm documented, Mike Matthews. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to give you health insurance now. But the premium is $700 a month. Okay, that sounds fair. It actually doesn't. But okay Or maybe you could work for a company (laughs) This is something that happens in California Where you get health insurance And you pay a big premium And you'd pay an even bigger premium If you didn't use this uh, program That monitors how many steps you walk And how healthy you are And you have to go to a doctor And get your blood tests and all that You have to jump through a bunch of hoops so that the company can see exactly how healthy you are. And that and I have seen people try to outsmart that program who were so unhealthy. <laughs> you can always find out the easiest way you can always hand it to a lazy person to find an easier way to get something done. So they'll like, oh, I just have to do this, this, and this, and I don't actually have to walk. Haha, I beat the system. So there's that going on in California too. 
Come on over to California. Like I said, they have beautiful sunsets here in California. It's it's quite nice. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yes, Mike. Well, undocumented people are people too, and they need to have their health taken care of. <laughs> All right, well, this is the, uh, you know, this isn't a new thing in California, but it is definitely a topic that is going on with immigration and the borders. And the last president wanted to build a wall. And since he's been out, the wall has not been built. If he comes back in, will there be a wall? Will that even help? It'll be interesting to see. Because, you know, as Gary Shandling pointed out, they wanted to build a wall. And then there's this thing called a ladder. And people found a way over the wall. Those pesky ladders. Well, now it is time for the segment called... So let's go back with Matthew's segment. Let's, let's go, go back, back with, with Matthew. I found some cassettes. Yes, I have cassettes. Who has cassettes anymore? I went to the cassette cubby hole and I found this little gem from 30 years ago. I had I was on the air and I somehow rediscovered an old high school friend, an old girlfriend. And this was 30 years ago. And I was, well, they had discovered me. They were listening to the radio and they heard me. So that's one of the joys of being on the radio. You sometimes get reunited with people you want to be reunited with and others you don't. But this little thing happened in Thousand Oaks, as I mentioned that town a little bit earlier today. And actually, this is where I worked with Rene Dominguez. So here's a little bit of that from 30 years ago on Let's Go Back with Matthews. Oh, my gosh. The bottom of the chart. Pretty good songs that never made it on the radio because people didn't think they were worth But you know what? They come back up and people start playing them. And I was like, oh, Where'd that come from? This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. FM, the home of grown-up rock. Mike Matthews with you on your Christmas night. couple minutes past 9 o'clock. And uh, coming up this hour, the latest from Rod Stewart, Smokey Robinson, and Linda Ronstadt. And this is kind of interesting. This is kind of a Christmas present for me this year. I have someone on the phone who I went to high school with, and her name is Valerie. Hello, Valerie. Hi, Mike. We even went to homecoming, didn't we? Yes, we did. 1985, was it? Has it been that? Was that the year? That was a long time ago. No, it was 84. I remember the Olympics were going on that year. What, 84, right. Was that it? Right. Okay, now tell me, Valerie, was, was I a good date? You were an excellent date. She's saying that because I have her on the spot, <laughs> and it's great, ladies and gentlemen. It's, okay, yeah, Valerie, and, and where are you at? I'm in Camarillo. You're in Camarillo? Maybe I can give you a call sometime? Sounds good. Sounds good? Okay, well, hang on the line, okay? I'll, I'll uh, talk to you some more. Okay. Isn't that a great Christmas present? Everybody should get a call from their... Uh, from their, someone from their past, anyway, and I'm the Christmas past, if you will. Okay, and uh, we are the home of Grown Up Rock, ninety-two point seven FM. Really, I'm tickled pink, ladies and gentlemen. Aw, tickled pink. I was tickled pink. That is, a, that's an expression my mom used. Tick, uh, and I use it. So Valerie ended up getting married. I think she had a couple kids. 
I don't know what became of her. I, last time I saw her was, I think, the 20-year reunion. Or did I go to that? Yeah, I did. No? Ten, 10 years, something like that. Well, anyway, Cafe Anyway, I wish her well. It was cool to hear back from her, though, after... At that point, it had been about six years, so... It's pretty interesting. Yes. And now, this little bit... And I had that on cassette, and I had been holding on to this cassette for 30 years. I had no idea that that was even on there. And I recently discovered that. Better Music 105.5, KKUR. Good morning, Mike Matthews with you at 8.30 on your early Sunday morning. You can hear the year's biggest hits and comments from the superstars who made them New Year's Eve right here on Better Music 105.5. That station is gone now. That was KKUR. And it's interesting because years later I worked at a station called KKIQ. This KK thing, there's a lot of that in California. KKSB... KK that that disappeared. That was a country station in Santa Barbara. KKSF. Think that's gone now. Okay, I'm gonna attempt to try and find this Rene Dominguez thing. Heart disease. Let's see. Right about. Oh, Michael Bolton. Better Music 105.5 KKR. Good morning, Mike Matthews with you on your Sunday at 7.37 in the morning. Did you happen to see that sunset ring of fire eclipse yesterday? Apparently the only ones who could see it were the people on the coast in Orange and San Diego counties. Oh well, maybe sometime in the next thousand years we'll get to see it. Aw, uh, you know, that was, that radio station was right in the harbor in Channel Islands Harbor, which was beautiful. What a view. From that radio station But Also close by Was one of those Waste processing Plants That they That they would process All the waste Coming out of Ventura And Oxnard Before they let it out Into the ocean Woo So On Sunday mornings Which is usually When I worked there It did not smell so good Okay Little Don Henley there Let's see. Call the Radisson at 988-0130 That's 988-0130. Space is limited, so call the Radisson now at 988-0130 for information and reservations. Make it a New Year's celebration to remember. Expose yourself to... New Year's! I remember a lot of great New Year's celebrations working in radio. Either at, like, golf courses... Where, hey, we'll give a, we'll do like a, a, a casino type thing. And Ventura County Fairgrounds. There was some really ritzy restaurant in Thousand Oak. Mostly these were all around golf courses for some reason. Okay, Rene Dominguez. Here's the guy I was talking about. Here's something. I think he wrote this. Of merchandise, affordable low prices, oh, that's me. and outstanding service. Circle Ski and Back when I had the newsy notes, news voice. Customer service is not an effort. Somebody was listening to one of my tapes and said, uh, is it sped up? I go, no, that was my voice. A little bit higher back then. All right, let's see. What's he shaving? I think I can do it for too much longer because I've only been a people person for so long. George, how long was she was a people person for 80? She was a people per, for eight. She, she was a people person for 80 years. She loved people. I love people. 
I want to be a people person. I don't want to work with machines and computers and walls and, and dividers and petitions. I want to work one-on-one. You get to work eye-on-eye eye eye with people, you know? Get to see the smile on their face. Get to see the little bread that's stuck in between their teeth. <laughs> I like being a people person. Don't you? Wasn't Irma a people person? She did it for 80 years. 80 years she was a person and I want to be a person for 80 years. Got a couple more months to go. She she did it for a long time, didn't she, George? She did it for 35 years. She was a people person and it's good to be a people person because you don't have to deal with with pencils and staplers and, and rulers and you don't have to deal with the globe and the atlas. That's why I like being a people person. And you don't have to deal with thesauruses and you don't have to deal with dictionaries and bookends. That's why I want to be a people person. Those pesky bookends. All right, that was something. That goes on for another 20 minutes. But there's Rene Dominguez. Okay, now the segment called the Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Here are a couple of songs you've never heard before. And I would like to thank, I think it's called Terror Bird. I love it, I love it, I love it. No, yeah, Terror Bird Media sent me this. That's a bizarre name for a, I don't believe in any kind of terror, but there was Terror Bird. And they sent me this artist by the name of Dinah. And throughout her life, Toronto-based Dinah Thorpe has been the singing jock. And her universal musical universe is home to both the emotional and physical. I put sad words inside of bangers, she says. The song of the, uh, this, the single is Winter Black Lake. A little bit of that. Moving my body into complicated And then she has a stripped down version of that song as well Called Winter Black Lake There you go Dinah is the name of that Won't you blow your horn Wait is that that line from that song Someone's No someone's in the kitchen with Dinah Or something Okay, the next song on the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud also came from Terror Bird, and this is a band called Amateur. And this uh, Amateur is Jack Whitescarver and Coco Goopel. Their sound blends underground dance music, R&B, British folk, and the blues in a deeply personal way. Position between New York City's nighttime world and the pastoral isolation of upstate New York. How fun. Okay, and then let's see. Their song off of this is called Dirty. And I think they mentioned, oh, White Scarver sings of a last tryst before a lover's disappearance. Before you go and leave this town, I want to taste it one more time. His aching of recurrent subject shifts recklessly from a lascivious to desperate. And let's listen to a little bit of that on the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud, the band Amateurs. Oh 
I can only play a little bit of that, so otherwise I get dinged by YouTube. And then finally, that pesky YouTube, here is an album by a group called Hattis Know It. Hattis Know It. Japanese voice artist Hattis Know It's first full-length album for international release. And the song off of this is called Inori. And it was reworked by American avant-garde composer William Basinki. So let's listen to the artist known as Hattis Know It and a little bit of the song Inori. Durham, North Carolina, she's going to be playing at Duke Coffee House on March 19th. So she's making a American tour happen in 2024. So those are the three artists and bands to play for you on Mike's Daily Podcast and the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud. Dinah, we also heard from Amateur and Haddis Know It. Let me know which song you like best. You can call me at this number. Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. Will you shut up? Liberty Nation Freedom Phone for All. And you know I also have a website and I have an email and I do all of that. I'd sure love it if you checked out the website. With more on that, here's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.